This is episode 280 on December 20th, 2018. Set your photo apps down, iPhone photographers. It's time for Tiny Shutter Podcast. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Tiny Shutter Podcast, where we talk about iPhone photography and other things. I'm Matt Hoffman. I'm Dave Podner. And I'm Greg McMillan. Hey, guys, how you doing tonight? Dave, what you been up to? Uh, been pretty good. Um, Non-photography related. It's the, especially working in an office, it's that time of the year when uh, you have the office parties, holiday parties going on. Um, they decided to do something different this year where our department had a bowling party. Um, that sounds fun. It 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 was fun-ish. Um, it's just been a while since I've been bowling. And I forgot that even though I tend to run a decent amount, uh, bowling tends to use different muscles. So <laughs> Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, coming in the next day to work, walking was a bit of an issue. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, how's your hamstrings and, and your quads? <laughs> that Actually, those part were fine. It was actually the knees that were kind of hurting a bit, so... Uh, coming into work the next day with, um, I had to use a couple knee braces. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Literally it was, as I posted on, um, another group on arms, like, yeah, I can, you know, run 10 miles in a race. Yeah. No problem. I can I do that and I'm fine for the next day. I bowl two games and all of a sudden I'm hobbling around with a couple of knee braces on my knees. So no idea what happened there <laughs> that that's uh not something to brag about no well it's it's getting old too <laughs> i mean don't get me wrong this isn't like you know joe where i turned 40 last week like he did but um yeah it, it's one of those yeah you're getting kind of old so everything's kind of uh creaking cracking more than it should so it's it's one of those things of okay uh live learn and check box off and um try to see what's next coming up in terms of what i can't do next <laughs> but well uh, just stick to running yeah uh in terms of photography the one thing i'm going to do and i haven't done yet but going to do um well i should say Recently made some cookies again for, for for Christmas and general holiday cooking and going to try to do a video slideshow, for lack of a better term, of the actual recipe itself um, and going to try to use a couple different things to kind of compare. Um, a, the output, how it looks, how easy it is. Um, right now I'm planning on trying to do one with Apple Clips, one with iMovie for the phone or iPad, depends, and iMovie for the Mac. So this is kind of your built-in, uh, video editors, which come at no additional cost to the device. And just knowing that a lot of people are going to be taking a lot of photos probably real soon. And instead of making everyone sit through, oh, here's 30 photos of, you know, my kid opening up every um, gift that they got. Again, slide, slide, slide. Trying to make a video where it's a little bit more entertaining than the old-fashioned um, slideshow. And try and see what's there and what's, what's as easy as possible. And I'm going to do something for the group in terms of the output and kind of how I how the individual things now work with the various updates that have been out. Awesome, man. That sounds really cool. I'm looking forward to seeing all that. I'm looking forward to trying it. And well, I'm not guaranteeing it's going to be anytime soon-ish, but as soon as I can get around to it. <laughs> Very good. What's the recipe going to be? Uh, chocolate chip cookies. Oh, heck yeah. At least it's something <laughs> oh, useful. Yeah. You, oh, you yeah. had me at chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Right on. Greg, what's going on in Canada? No snow yet. Well, I mean, a little bit. But uh, I guess there's some snow in the forecast over the next week. And um, that's okay with me because I'm off for a week now. And I am just dying to try out some moment lenses now that I finally got my case for my my uh, my phone and oh, I did I did try them out last weekend on Sunday uh, it was a nice day so uh, we just went out for a little drive and stopped at this one place that's uh, uh, kind of like a park area and I just took a few shots and you know just getting the feel for the quality and things like that and they even tried out the uh, the anamorphic lens and just shot about 45 seconds of video. Uh, I did not have my, my gimbal with me to, to hold the phone steady, but the image stabilization in the lens didn't do too bad until I started walking, and then you could tell it was obviously handheld. So, But, I mean, the quality, oh, the quality of that anamorphic lens is just amazing. Uh, I shot it with the Moment camera app, and they have a de-squeeze um, feature in there so that when you put that lens on, it de-squeezes. Anyway, it, it comes out looking normal, but with that really wide screen look to it. And um, I'm anxious to try it out with Filmic Pro and, uh, you know, just try some different things. You know, maybe shoot with the flat profile so that I can add my own... Um, editing i guess you could say or my own uh, color correction and whatnot and yeah, uh, LUT. yeah so what does lut stand for it stands for lookup table okay i could I, I i should research that because i i've heard of it so many times and i never really thought to look it up but um but yeah that's it's been a thing for a very long time as far as you know video editing goes um i don't know why it's kind of become popular in the vernacular lately but it, but it seems like you know anytime you hear about not even necessarily video editing even in in some photo editing apps now uh lots are like really touted as a feature and you know for, for photo editing it's really not much more than just a filter but yeah and, yeah and, it, and that's sort of in a very basic sense what it is in video as well um you know it's just a um like an overlay uh, or something yeah like a like a color grading filter basically that you could yeah apply to your video to give it the contrast and you know maybe a certain color cast or uh just some you know look that you wanted to have or whatever um without having to do all the work manually right yeah so I'm, i'm gonna i'm gonna you know try to do some research on on using LUTs with uh you know, by uh, shooting a flat image or whatever with no, like very, a very low contrast, you know, um, probably somewhat desaturated. That's how these things look when you shoot them in a, with a flat profile or whatever. And then adding a LUT later on, I want to, I want to play around with that and see if that's something I want to pursue or do I just want to shoot it, you know, naturally let the, let the phone process the image and, and whatnot so <clears throat> but yeah and the the 58 millimeter telephoto lens from moment is amazing it is tack sharp edge to edge it's just an absolute beautiful lens yeah i'm gonna second that i'm pretty much in love with mine definitely looking yeah. for reasons and situations to to use it for sure because it is it is just awesome it's a very very nice lens very well built the yeah the image quality from it is way better than the original that's for sure oh definitely uh you can take a photo of if you put it on the like if you have a an iphone with the two lenses and if you put it over the two times lens 
And if you use either the Moment Camera app or something like Camera Plus or Halide, where you can selectively choose the lens, choose the two times lens, and if you compose a shot of, say, a person, and the background is a fair distance away, you'll get an optical, um, optical. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Good bulk. Mm-hmm. That's done optically and not with computations. It's, yeah. it's not done with the portrait mode. And it looks so natural and so clean. And I, that's something else I want to play around with is something like that. Um, I'm, I'm just loving that lens, just loving it. Uh, the, the people at Moment have done a fantastic job with that, with the, with the new anamorphic. And I have the... Um, I have the macro and I have the the wide lens. All of these things are just phenomenal in quality. Uh, I, I mean, just I, I don't know. I can't say enough about them. So I'm so glad I've got my case now. I can I can try this stuff out. Awesome, man. Yeah, you mentioned the uh, Moment app and. Uh, I know they had an update recently where they added a whole ton of, you know, video features, um, you know, just different uh, things that you can adjust and everything that are pertain to video. And I, I watched one of their uh, little um, instructional videos, I guess, about the, the update, and it looks really good. I know Filmic Pro is like the go-to app if you're, you know, at all yeah. serious about your video. But I think it looks like Moment did a really good job. I haven't really played with it yet because I don't really do a whole lot of video. Um, but that may change soon. I might have, <laughs> might maybe have something coming for Christmas time that will make me want to shoot lots of video. So. Um, I uh, will definitely be playing with the the Moment app and probably take a. I've looked at Filmic Pro before and I kind of know like you know the features and and everything, but I'll probably take a good hard look at it again and see if that's something I want to dive into. Um, Mom, the Moment app might be sufficient, and I already own that, so um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it, it's 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 not as powerful as Filmic Pro. Um, so Filmic no, Pro is but, definitely for serious movie makers, but um, the Moment Camera app definitely has, uh, you know, has been improved and and has a lot of similar features that that Filmic Pro has, but just not as many for sure. Yeah, yeah, I would say it's. Um, I don't know if you if you were gonna uh, put all this stuff on a scale between. Um, you know, Filmic Pro being at the very far end and just sliding over to the video function in the native camera app and pressing the record button being at the, you know, the the other end. Uh, I, w- I would say the Moment app is a little more towards that Filmic Pro end. Yeah, um, but, I, was, uh, I would say it's about 60%. Yeah. 60 yeah, to 65% there. Definitely gives you. I think it gives you the 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 necessities mm-hmm. uh, without being like overwhelming and scary. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, so very cool. Um, geez, man. As far as me over this last week, I have really done zilch for photography, which is not at all what I wanted to be saying right now. Um, I had a plan to go and uh, shoot at an abandoned house. And I was hopefully going to do that today, but then just all this other stuff kind of conspired against me and I didn't have time. So um, today more or less marked the end of my year as far as work and everything goes. Um, I have like maybe a little bit to do tomorrow, but I'm definitely not really doing much of anything next week. Um, nice. Just, yeah. I mean, just the type of job I have, it just really wouldn't make sense for me to do anything really next week. So, um, I'm kind of hoping that during this, uh, 
however many days I kind of have off here. It's like 10 or 11 or 12 days or something. Um, kind of hoping to dive into some things I've been looking to do for a while and just haven't made the time. I have a video that I want to put together from back in August where my son and I were on a, a scenic train ride here in Ohio. And I have some ideas of things I want to do with that. It, it's just kind of involved. I have to find sound effects and just different stuff that I need to be able to make this video the way that I want it to turn out. And then I also have another um, more lengthy and much more involved video that I really need to get a good start on uh, that kind of covers some of my kayaking adventures from this year. And I ha actually have like some like other kayaking people like kind of waiting for me to get this done. <laughs> so <laughs> um, I kind of need to get cracking on that. And I am hoping to start on my new website. Um, really? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going to be, you know, just a, a portfolio site more or less. Yeah. And, um, I haven't decided if I'm going to do a blog element. Probably not because I'm really terrible about that kind of stuff. And I really just don't want to set myself up for failure. So uh, it's probably really just going to be a, you know, a portfolio site. Of course, you know, I'll have the um, all the social media stuff sort of built in or whatever. So whenever I add something or whatever, I could you know, get it out there on Twitter and Facebook and whatever. Um, and then at some point I will also incorporate some sort of e-commerce thing where, you know, you could go there and buy prints. Cause I th think that's sort of the reason I decided to build a website in the first place. I'd been asked a, you know, several times this year, people inquiring about prints and I really didn't have anywhere to send them. And, uh, I kind of found that I think when people want to buy a print, they want to be able to go somewhere and see what you offer and then make a decision rather than me kind of um, throwing it back at them saying, well, what do you want? Because people don't know what they want. They just want to see a list of choices and go, oh, yeah, I want that one. Right. But if you if you just kind of tell them, well, sky's the limit, just, you know, tell me what you want, then they never get back to you. Yeah. They want a shop. So, yeah, exactly. So I'm going to give them a shop at some nice. point here soon, hopefully. And um, I feel like there was something else I was going to do, and now I can't remember what it was. So it probably wasn't important. So I guess on that note, we will uh, jump into the show here. And... Um, I don't know. There's all all kinds of things to uh, talk about here, but Greg, you, you did mention the the moment lenses. Do you have anything else that you wanted to say about them? Because I know I'm excited for you. I'm, that uh, um, anamorphic lens is is so cool, and and I had mentioned to you earlier that like the second you make a video that really shows off that anamorphic effect i know i'm gonna end up wanting to order one have you had a chance to really like do well, any kind of like night stuff or anything with it with, oh you know? no i i've only i've only shot with it once and that was that uh last weekend there um sorry i had to mute myself there to cough um but i plan on you know, trying it out at night uh, over this next week to see what I can do with it. Um, we have a, you know, we have a, a Christmas light display in town here, and I think that might be a good, uh, good, good time to try it because I want to see if I can capture that flare, uh, that, um, you know, that, uh, oh, what's his name? JJ Abrams. JJ. Yeah, I want to yeah. see if I can capture that JJ Abrams flare. With this thing, just to see, you know what what it's going to take to to get that flare to show up, what kind of lighting and whatnot, and um, and and then just as you know, I, partly too to to just to see what 
the 10s max is capable of in low light with video like that um i have seen some video footage just raw footage in the native camera app on the iphone 10s max uh, of video at night and i gotta say it's pretty impressive so uh i, I want to try that out for myself and just see what i can get nice yeah I, I actually just recently watched the newest um mission impossible movie oh and, yeah uh, it, it was so good i forget what it was called in any case the the first like i don't know like five minutes or so of the movie are heavy on that anamorphic effect like it's like you can't not notice it <laughs> oh yeah yeah, it's it's crazy. And then of course I was thinking about you and and you know the lens and everything and I was like, "Oh, man, it's so cool. I really want to get one." So, I did see a video. Of, oh, I forget where it was. I got a really good memory, but it's so short. Um <laughs> I, I saw a, I saw a YouTube video of a guy who compared the anamorphic lens for a moment with the moment wide lens and the anamorphic lens, as it goes out towards the edges on the left and the right, it tends to um, distort things a little more. Whereas if you shoot with a moment wide lens, and and then just you know crop the top and bottom off, in and say say you could do it in Filmic Pro for for instance, the the the, the distortion's not as bad, but I don't think it's quite as wide. Yeah, I think I've I think I've seen that video. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so I mean, the nice thing about having this uh, group of lenses that I have, I can shoot with the Moment app or with Filmic Pro with any of these lenses on, and I can still have the same um, anamorphic look to it in a finished video. But I mean, I can really. I could really go to town with uh, the different lenses, different looks, putting it on the, the, the wide-angle camera on the phone, putting it on the two-times camera on the phone. Uh, there's lots of possibilities for interesting footage, and I'm just itching to try it. Very awesome, man. Yeah, I can't wait to see uh, you know what, what you do with those lenses, particularly the anamorphic because I, I own the wide and the telly so i kind of know what they're all about but um you know as i said earlier i may get a little bit more into video shortly here so the anamorphic might be something that i just have to buy <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right very cool well i think we should move on to news and i believe dave you had uh seen something in nine to five Mac about a change that Instagram made. Yeah. And I know it's easy to blame Instagram these days uh, since they're part Which of Which I do. I do. I don't even know what you're, yeah, I don't even know <laughs> what you're going to say and I'm already angry at them. But in this case, we can't a hundred percent blame them. Oh, um, man. So if you do have a 10 S or 10 R or, uh, if you want the people who call it an XS or XR uh, camera, you may notice that Instagram all of a sudden was at one time pretty clear. Now it looks like they're just expanded images, and you're maybe wondering, okay, I had paid the extra money for this wonderfully large, beautifully crisp screen, and why aren't Instagram photos as good as they should be? Uh, apparently Apple made a change on how they want uh, apps to uh, be coded and with some of the change they Instagram had to flip back apparently temporarily but they don't say when it will be uh, adjusted where um, their iPhone app is no longer uh, optimized for the 10s and 10r so similar to where and it they should have had something out years ago for the iPad uh, just like if you look at Instagram on the iPad it just the blown up iPhone app, the 10s and 10r will be blown up versions of the uh, app for the just for the 10. So you're if 
if if you all if you do have one of the newer ones from this year like Greg has, um, you'll go, huh? That I thought that picture was clearer when I looked at it in the um, in the regular photo app. Now I'm looking at Instagram and it doesn't look as clear. Well, it's not you; it's them, and I. They're try- I think they're trying to recompile and make it a little bit better, but if you do notice a difference, that's why. Huh, that is very crazy. I'm glad that I am not affected by that right now. Exactly. That's why it's sometimes good to have old stuff. <laughs> or, old, <laughs> or older stuff, I should say. Older. But yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's crazy. Hopefully they're able to, to fix that because I, I would be really upset if I had, you know, a, a nice new 10s Max you know, nice OLED screen, you know, mm-hmm. very high resolution, and I'm scrolling through Instagram and everything looks really lousy. That'd be that'd be terrible. I'd have to go look at Flickr or something. Mm. Like I said, that'd be, be say, terrible. That'd be terrible, yeah. Don't punish <laughs> yourself like that. Just don't punish yourself like that, people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully they get that that fixed. Agreed. Um, yeah. All right, let's move on to some app updates. And there were a handful of app updates this uh, week that were kind of notable. And um, I think we'll start off with one of our favorite apps that we kind of mentioned, I don't know, every podcast since this app has come out. And it is called Halide. And uh, Dave, I don't know if you want to tell us what's going on with them. Sure. In this case, this isn't necessarily uh, an update, but, uh, well, I should say it's not an update for the app itself, but Halide is on sale now. Uh, there is a dollar off sale, so it is only, at least for the U.S. store, three ninety nine dollars uh, for the time being. And they are donating 10% of all sales to uh, charity, three particular charities. Uh, the American Red Cross the app camp for girls and the electronic frontier the electronic frontier foundation or you sometimes hear it called EFF so um i honestly it's always first of all sales are always a good thing um and especially you know i don't know i didn't see how long the sale was going for if it was going for any time after the holiday uh, after Christmas, but I know, you know, uh, iTunes gift cards make excellent gifts, um, and that doesn't hurt uh, the dollar off. And the 10% charity, and these are, at least in my mind, three pretty good charities to donate to, uh, that always helps also. Yeah, no doubt. Awesome. Well, that's a pretty cool thing they're doing. I mean, the sale is good enough, but if, uh, you know, if they're donating part of that to charity, that's just like double feel good right there. Exactly. You got it. Awesome. Well, moving on to another app that we uh, generally mention every chance humanly possible, Apollo. Yeah. And this is something that just came out today. Um, and one update is, and I've actually, te- I was testing this out on, I, literally I downloaded it just, I would say under an hour before, uh, we went to start to record and that was what, around five or six hours ago when we started to record, um, <laughs> that, um, it actually, it will look at your portrait mode photo and if it does have high quality depth on it. Um, it will actually improve the mat there. So it actually will give you a better quality depth uh, mode. And it gives you a nice little step on how to do everything. It's um, basically the iPhone 7 Plus going forward. So you can have a phone that's a few years old and it'll still work. And I tested it on one image that um, I took a while back that was... It was a depth effect. Um, it didn't turn out great because it was an indoor shot um, that I tried to do when there was um, stage lighting nearby. So it had it wasn't a very well lit area and properly lit. And 
being able to um, add, a, of course, using Apollo, using adding the lights and a couple extra lights in front uh, for highlighting, it made a big difference on how, at least in my mind, on how the, the photo looked and improved it tremendously. So if you definitely, if you have it, definitely update it. Of course, and I generally try to keep my auto updates on. I don't know about you guys. Um, but yeah, definitely worth worth the update. And I think we all kind of agree it's, it's a good app that um, can really help out too. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, Apollo is pretty fun. I don't use it quite as much as I guess I would like because it doesn't really fit all that well with most of the photography I do. But if I uh, do a portrait mode photo, then I usually open Apollo and see what kind of results I can get from it. And it is definitely a cool app. Yeah. So I think you wanted to mention uh, Camera Plus 2, which is... uh, Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I would say, no. And this is one that this was, and I think I may have mentioned this recently. Um, This is one of the first apps that I bought, well, apps I bought, period, when I got an iPod Touch years ago um, that actually had a camera on it. um, Just because it did extra things that the built in app couldn't. And this is before a lot of the other apps that everyone uses now were actually out. Um, they had, for me, two big improve, uh, new features that just came out. Uh, one that I actually um, was a bit of an annoyance for me, where if you wanted to shoot in widescreen, uh, it was great, but let's say if you wanted to do a vert, it's a kind of weird vertical widescreen. So instead of a 16 by 9, but a 9 by 16, let's say you have a very tall tree with maybe some decorations on it that would help by having a, a, a very uh, narrow vertical shot. Uh, it actually will do that now. So if you do a portrait um, lay, um, layout picture now, and doing the wide, doing the hitting the 16 by 9 to make it a narrow picture, it'll actually, instead of as it did before, flip the image and give you still a horizontally wide one. This will give you a nice vertical thin photo, which to me is just a nice little feature. And um, glad they have it. Wish they would have had it before, but I'm glad they have it now. And the other one is a new mode that they're adding on for action mode. Um, so it does help, it's supposed to help with focus tracking and doing burst mode automatically. Um, this is something else also that came out in the second half of the day and I tried doing it inside the house, a couple of shots. Um, one room which was a little on the darkish side and another room which I think, which at least I thought was decently well lit and if you are in a darker area, it will give you a warning not to use, uh, or they'll give you a warning and it won't let you use the uh, action mode if it's too dark in an area. So that is the one thing it, I'm thinking outdoor would be great or an extremely well lit inside uh, would definitely be good. But if it's you want to do a, a group, uh, say a burst mode of fast action that's happening indoors, it may not be working as well as you wanted to. Uh, that is the, the only ca- caveat I have there. Right on. Well, I'll tell you that action mode, it, the timing is very, very good because um, I'm going to have lots of opportunity to test it out. Uh, <laughs> my family, but well, my wife and son and I, we are getting a cat in a few days here. Mm. Uh, so... And and it's um still more or less a kitten, like it's six months old, so it's a big kitten. Oh. So I'm sure it'll be uh, you know, fairly active or whatever. Mm-hmm. And of course, I'm going to want to take pictures and show you know the rest of my family and friends and all that stuff. So the action mode will come in handy there, and then you know over the course of the uh, 
Christmas week and everything. There will be nieces and nephews and all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, they, they're all relatively young kids and they don't sit still and the presents and all that jazz. So there will be lots of excitement. And, yeah, I can see this, uh, this feature coming in handy, definitely. And those are the two that I really, those are the, like the three updates I really noticed for apps just recently too. And so I know between Christmas, or at least in past years, between Christmas and New Year's, Apple tend to, tended to lock down any updates uh, for review. So I would say keep an eye out and just kind of, if you have to do a manual refresh for the listeners out there, see if there's any updates that you can definitely get pushed down uh, to see if there's any last-minute updates to apps that are happening. One to watch out for is is a, an update coming from Focus. It's another app that we talk about now and again. And um, the developer put a post on Instagram with a bit of a preview. And it's it's uh, he's really going to put a big update into the actual... Uh, camera part of the app for when you're taking pictures. So the preview shows uh, a woman standing in front of looks like a cedar tree or some pine trees and he has separate focus and exposure reticles and in the shutter button it shows the um, uh, what's it called? It's the segmentation mask i think they call it of of so it shows the depth of um you know the depth information that that's going to be in the picture uh, so i'll just quickly read his post here and uh, i hope he recovers well because he said i was hit by a car a few days ago and my knee was broken oh no <clears throat> yeah so he says so i'm lying in, on the bed and sofa during these days. Fortunately, my hands and brain are still working, so I can keep optimizing the Focus app for you. This picture is a preview of the new camera interface. Real-time depth data is now shown in the sh- in the yellow shutter button. The gray map is me wearing the coat, not the beauty. So I'm not sure what that means, but anyway. Um, the Focus frame can can decompose and... and uh, He's obviously from Asia, I believe. So his English is just a little bit different. But anyway, now maybe he did it. Maybe he used a translating app to put this out too. I don't. I don't know. But anyway, um, you can set the focus and exposure in different interesting points. The camera interface has been optimized for faster startup and lower energy consumption, and the backside of iPhone is no longer hot. I'll release this version before Christmas if the Apple reviewers are still working like me. So that's an interesting update coming from Focus. Uh, I've never used it really to take a photo. I've always used Halide for my depth photos because I just think those guys have nailed when it comes to um, you know separating out the foreground from the background. It's just spot on with um, you know picking out the edges and whatnot. But, I, you know, I'll, I'll try the new camera feature in Focus once this update comes out. But I thought it was worth mentioning, you know, when we're talking about updates, uh, because Focus is a very powerful app with regard to, you know, portrait photos and whatnot. Yeah, without a doubt. So um, in regards to the... Um, Basically, the the inside of the shutter button showing that depth map depth map of him and not what it's actually showing is framed for the picture. Uh, I'm sure he just probably didn't want the picture of of him, <laughs> you know. Yeah, uh, maybe on there. You know, I'm sure the the girl in the picture is probably more pleasing to look at or whatever, and it probably that photo itself probably was not taken um when this feature was available with the showing that little uh heat map Mm -hmm. or whatever you want to call it for the depth and then the the other thing that stands out to me um is that um 
more or less that this is how halide shows depth um when you go into the the depth mode in in halide it kind of gives you this uh grayscale more or less of the of the depth of the the image yeah so it's very very similar yeah yeah you know i guess it's all very similar technology and it's just you know who can utilize it better i guess that's what it boils down to uh, yeah, I guess it kind of depends on like uh, the end result that you're going for, I suppose. Um, mm-hmm. you know, if, if you're really heavy into using the, uh, the other features in focus, then, you know, I guess do that. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm still, uh, you know, either, either just going in portrait mode in a native app or, depth mode and, and halide that's how i and i like focus and and apollo i i mean apollo doesn't have a camera mode but um focus i you know i still just use as an editor not not really as a camera all right well um i think we are now going to move into one of our favorite segments of the show, and that is Post Pick of the Week. Post Pick of the Week. So, um, this week, guys, it's one of our uh, in between weeks where we're not picking from our. Uh, contest instead we're going to instagram and choosing a photo with the tiny shutter hashtag uh which happens to be hashtag tiny shutter and um greg i'm gonna let you uh go ahead and talk about this because even though we kind of had a group consensus here on the picture i believe you picked it out yeah uh this one is from kim trefser who has uh, been our post pick of the week probably three or four times now, and she's just an amazing photographer. Um, this one here is a picture of a, it looks like a, a small barn or stable, and it was taken in Milneck, New York. She's from upstate New York. I believe she's from Rochester. And um, she put this through some pretty cool apps um uh one of them in the hashtags she lists as uh, distressed effects uh, i don't know if i have that one or not i don't think i do but um i believe she shoots with an iphone 10 and she's given it a bit of a sepia tone to it and um so it's this kind of a I, i'm going to call it a small barn um and Right on the the front facing uh, uh, wall of the barn, there's these doors that are open. The bottom part's closed, but the top part's open, and there's a horse standing in there looking out. And you know, there's um, uh, it's like a you know barn board uh, con- construction. Uh, the there's some there's a lot of white trim and white shutters on a window, and also on the on that wall is a great big beautiful wreath so it's obviously you know um to indicate that this is a festive time of year and there's uh you know basically the rest of the image consists of some trees in the background and a bit of um you know i'll call it barnyard in the foreground and i just really like the uh the edit that she's done on this um it looks uh what could i call it here um Rustic. It looks kind of rustic to me, just with the shade. You know, there's the sepia tone and whatnot. So that, that's uh, the exact word that I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, another another um, hashtag that she uses is moody tones and gloomy side views. So she's she's very creative in choosing her hashtags, and and um, uh, it just caught my eye. And and it, with the big wreath on the wall. Um, you know, being this close to Christmas kind of just stood out at me too. So I thought it was really cool. Right on. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, go ahead, Dave. What's well, your no, thoughts on this? Same thing. It's just the um, how the reef just kind of poke up, uh, kind of pops out at you, and the horse just kind of the the way it's framed, just kind of looking out, honestly, like, oh, you're coming around. Hello. <laughs> yeah, I um, I, I got to tell you, I'm a little conflicted by this image. Like, I don't know exactly how i'm supposed to feel because um it, it it definitely does convey the the sort of moody uh you know gloomy kind of feel um and it really just has to do with the the tone the overall kind of warm brownish tone of the image and um and then there's also the uh like the texture overlay or whatever that whatever that is like it you know an old film or something from it's probably from the distressed effects app which is a solid app by the way i haven't used it in quite a while but it's pretty pretty good app um but yeah that that wreath that's on the the doors of the hayloft it you know it says Christmas, but the the rest of the picture doesn't. So I'm like, should I be happy or not? But yeah. but the the picture itself is it's very compelling. Like it's definitely one scrolling through that, like you, I kind of paused and took a harder look at because um, she's not really like right up close to the barn. I mean, she's not like super far away, but she's not right up close. So, um, when you kind of glance at it, you, you notice the horse, but it's like kind of small in the picture. So you kind of study it more. And, um, there, there's just a lot to, to look at. You got that, that, um, wooden fence on the, on the right side. That's kind of leading you to the barn and then you know the barn itself is just a, a pretty unique looking barn, being that it's small and the shape of it, and um, and then just the, you know the way that horse is kind of peeking out, um, which, which that you know that's what horses do, but it's it's kind of comical looking, um, and I, I don't know, it's it's it, it's a cool picture. Mm-hmm. I, I like it. I definitely like it. I just am not sure with the wreath and then the overall editing exactly how I'm supposed to feel. Well, I mm. mean, the steel line from Joe, how he mentions a lot about, um, oh, trying to think of it. Don't right say term, tension. Don't I was, say I was tension. Gonna, I was going to use it. I was going to use it. <laughs> but <laughs> it, it, interest. How about that? Interest. No, there there is a high degree of interest. <laughs> that is definitely what I was saying. That's what, yeah, you know, it it made me linger on it longer and study it for sure. Yeah, but yeah, without using the T word, um, it, more of the 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 feelings, like you said, it would bring up in terms of the the conflicted. There we go, conflicted feelings. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I do like the picture. So, so yeah. Kim, if you're if you're listening, um, please don't take it as I didn't like it. It's definitely a, a cool picture. All three of us agreed that it should be post pick of the week. So, um, if anyone's not familiar with with Kim, she goes by uh, Kim's Captures, and that's captures with a K, all one word, on Instagram, and her feed is really awesome. I highly recommend that you check it out. In fact, we were actually debating between two or three of her pictures for a post pick of the week yeah. um, because we just kept picking these ones from the hashtag. It's like, oh, that's Kim's. Oh, that one's Kim's too. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, pretty pretty solid stuff. Um, definitely check her out. So, we have a challenge going on right now. And it is called Macro Decorations. And um, we have, you know, a, a, I don't know, a little more than a handful of 
uh, entries in, into the, the current uh, challenge. And there's really only, in our opinion, a few of those that really meet the criteria of macro. You guys got the decorations part down. That, so that that's good stuff, but, but um, we're really looking for more of a uh, a macro type picture. So basically, um, you know, if you're not really sure exactly what that means, we're kind of looking for um, an extreme close up. And macro pictures generally um, show the subject equal to or greater than life size. So like, you know, if you take that photo of a, a bug, for instance, you, that the bug in the photo is going to end up being the, either the same size as the bug in real life or larger. Um, so basically a one-to-one ratio or bigger than one-to-one is what is generally accepted as a macro picture. So, um, you know, if you don't have a macro lens that you could put on your phone, like a, the moment macro lens or, you know, what, what any of the other zillions of lenses that are out there, all clip and stuff like that, you could always use the uh, macro mode in camera plus, which is very, very, very good. Um, and, and give that a whirl. And, you know, there's there's definitely a few that were posted that that are macro and they're pretty cool. Some of them, it's kind of like um, a guessing game to figure out exactly what it's a picture of. But that's kind of what makes macro pictures interesting. Sometimes it's you know you're getting so close and you're seeing an object so out of the usual context that it, it really makes it a lot more interesting. I don't know if you guys got anything you want to add to that, but <laughs> yeah, that, that pretty much covers it. You know, yeah. I, I I think in the post, let me have a look here. Um, yeah, like it says right in the post, it says there are decorations galore this time of year. So let's see them up nice and close with some macro photography. Um, so you know, you, you got to get in close. You got to. Um, you know, maybe use Camera Plus with the uh, macro feature or something. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you, you got to get in really, really close to, uh, you know, have us consider it as a macro. Yeah. And I would say generally if you have, let's say, an ornament or a decoration, if you can get the entire decoration in the photo, you're probably not doing a macro shot. Yeah, that's... That may be true. That may be true, I mean, unless, unless it's a really uh, tiny decoration. Unless, it, unless it's exceptionally tiny, but generally if it's a, I hate to say normal size, but an average size decoration, I could see if it's a macro shot, you're going to see a part of it. And like you said, Matt, a lot of times you'll be like, that's interesting, but what is it? Because you're so zoomed in and so close to something you see all the details and you lose all context on what it is. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, I think that'll give everyone a better idea of what we're looking for. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, on that note, congratulations to Kim's captures. You're our post pick of the week winner. So if, uh, if you guys out there want to participate in our uh, post-pick of the week challenges, you got two ways you can do that. You could go to our Facebook group and look for the uh, pinned post or announcement, as they call it now. Uh, or you can go to Instagram and pretty much post any, any uh, picture that you want that you've taken with a smartphone and use the hashtag TinyShutter. And uh, you'll basically be in the running. All right, guys. I think we've got ourselves a show. Um, let's go ahead and go around the table here and tell everyone where they can find us. Let's start with can you, I, Dave. Can I just mention something real quick first, though? 
No. <laughs> just, just, no. just really, really, really quick. We're so close. Yeah, yeah you can. Okay. Um, I, I, I'll make it quick because I really don't know that much about it, but I thought it was kind of cool, and, and, and I wanted to mention it. Um, one of my uh, Instagram friends, Chris Cook, he goes by Counting, Counting Cook on Instagram, um, found a way to make a three-image panoramic you know, so you know how you can put a, a, a up to three images into a panoramic on Instagram where you swipe across to see them all? Well, he found a way to make a, a series shortcut um, using Pixelmator on his iPhone to make these three pan- panels that are not one-to-one or not square like Instagram usually only allows. And he, um, uh, he uses... Pixelmator and it slices it into a perfect four by five uh, ratio, and they're in portrait mode, so it's actually a taller panoramic. Um, so I just wanted to mention that because I'll find out a little bit more about this, and maybe I can wrangle the series shortcut from him, and um, and we'll talk about it maybe uh, a little bit for- further next week. But uh, I just wanted to kind of put it out there and and kind of give them give them a kudos for figuring this out because I've put panels on Instagram a couple of times and you know sometimes just because they're square it doesn't always work out um, so I'm, I'm going to be interested to try this so that's all I wanted to do is just mention it and uh, kind of a teaser for sometime in the future when I can get more information on it. Super duper cool. I think you explained it a little better this time than you did to me earlier. I really didn't in, understand in my pitch. <laughs> what the big Yeah, I didn't understand what the big deal was. Now I do. That is very cool. And I'm sorry I didn't mean to skip over it earlier. I just No, that's all right. I just did. Sorry. Okay. Seriously, let's be done. <laughs> okay. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Dave. <laughs> okay. Dave, can where can we find you? <laughs> uh, well, okay. Now, if you go down the street and you make a right... No, okay. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter as ProfPod and on the Facebook group and the Artful iPhone Photography group as Dave Podner. Awesome. Greg, list all of your many handles. Um... Okay, I'll I'll only list a few this time. Okay, on Instagram I am McMillan Photo. On Twitter, McMillan underscore photo. And just with my name, Greg McMillan, on uh, the Facebook group and the Artful Eye Photography community. And kind of give you a little heads up, you can look for me sometime in the new year uh, with Jack Hollingsworth, Joanne Carter, and Kate Haley on a new podcast called The Camera Roll. Very cool. All right. Well, you can find me uh, uh, on Instagram, I am Twitter, and the Artful iPhone community at M Hoffman Photo. You can find uh, links to our show notes, our Facebook group, our YouTube channel, and Patreon, and any other stuff that we got going on by going to tinyshutter.com. All right, guys. That is the end of our show. I think the next time that we do this, it'll be after Christmas. So Merry Christmas to uh, to you guys. Merry Christmas, and Matt. Merry Christmas. Thank you. And Merry Christmas to all of our listeners. You guys are totally awesome. And um, we definitely appreciate having you guys um around because if it weren't for you there'd be no point to do this and um with that i think we are gonna say bye-bye have a good one have a good night everybody thank you for listening if you enjoyed this podcast head over to itunes and leave us a review and a five-star rating see you next week
Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Kowalski, what's our trajectory? 95% certain this will end in massive, flaming disaster. And the other 5%? Irrelevant, sir. I'm doing the work. I'm baby stepping. I'm not a slacker. We made it. Two, the, the, the full recording with the pre-show, two hours, <clears throat> five minutes. Good Lord. Wow. <laughs> Joe, I hope you had fun going through all of this and, and made it this far. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>